Hey guys, welcome back to 321Discuss. I'm Nick. And I'm Tanner. Today we are talking about a very long-running show, probably just as long as One Piece and Dragon Ball. We are talking about the hit sensation Grappler Baki. So, Tanner, you're the one that initially told me that Baki even really existed. I never knew about it until we were going to research it for this show. So, what got you into Grappler Baki? Um, I was honestly just kind of looking around for a new show, and I wanted something with action, something that was going to be fun. So, I was scrolling through Netflix, because, you know, I never check out Netflix's anime library like I should. So, I was on there, and I saw Baki, and I was like, okay, like, what's it about? I mean, the graphics look halfway decent. Let's see what's going on here. And then I'm reading it, and it's talking about this strongest high schooler everything fighting champion and i was like okay let's give this show a chance so i clicked on it and i started it and it was awesome i mean right out the gate great fight scenes Mm -hmm. strong you have this almost like dominant character Mm -hmm. over everybody and everybody's scared of him even though some of them still want to push their luck a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like 90% of the Netflix anime is just people wanting to go fight him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're looking for the really the challenge of facing somebody super strong in this world that he lives in, Baki or his father's really like the golden new the golden goose and his egg. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, they don't get along too well. So, Nick, what was your favorite... Actually, let me step back from that real quick. I wanted to hear what you thought about the meaning behind the show, Baki. What was the purpose? Like, Just like we were talking about on the phone earlier. Kind of um, <laughs> re-go over what you were thinking. Uh, so, yeah, like, like I was telling you earlier on the phone, uh, I actually was really fucking hating this show when I was first watching it. Because I think I've made it very apparent, in, especially in the Death Note episode that we did, I very much look for, like, story, character, themes, symbolism, stuff like that in a show. That's that's my jam. And there's not a whole lot of that in Baki. Like, the story is ultimately irrelevant. Like, it doesn't... That's not really what's important. What's important is the fights. And I'll, I'll talk more about that later. But I was... Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this show? What's going on? Why am I supposed to care about any of this? And I was like getting frustrated. I was like, why did you introduce me into this show? But I don't remember what video I watched, but I watched like a video essay about Baki. Uh, because I was just like, okay, why do people like this show? I know it's been going since the 90s. So like, how is this show still going? And just like a part of what he said was he put a lot in that it's about the fight scenes it's about this just passion and drive for martial arts that's what's really important the story is meant to be ludicrous and all over the place that's not really what matters what matters is the fights and once i started looking at it that way i was like oh my god this show's incredible like i i love it now just because of what it is yeah so i think what you're failing to see is the single goal of every person fighting in the re and the way they tie all tie together is they're trying to be the strongest in the world. Everything that they do is for that singular purpose, drive, dedication. You're missing all that behind the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see like the little kid okay, so let's take it from Bakihama. Yeah. Um so in Bakihama 
how do I put this? There's a little kid getting picked on. They make him go challenge Baki to a fight. Doesn't really go very well for the kid, but then him and Baki become friends. Did you know the part I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I, I think I so. That. He's shadow boxing, right? And he's trying to teach this kid about standing up for himself. He's trying to teach him about hard work and dedication. And it's all about what you put into it is what you get out of it. So this kid's watching him shadow box left, right, left, right. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere here, this kid can see this aspiration forming. And Baki is concentrating so hard he is putting this into reality. He's fighting. He's taking punches. He's taking kicks. He People can see the bruises. Because that's how much effort he's putting into the shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's an actual match. You see the same thing when he fights uh, Praying Mantis down in the basement. It's the same type of thing. It might be his mind, but to him it's real. Every second of it is real. So it's. I think it's really a show about not giving up no matter what the cause is and whatever you have to do to achieve your dream. It doesn't matter if people understand it or not. I am so fucking mad at myself that I didn't see that. I told you. That feels mad. so obvious now. And now I I just want to go back and watch it now. I think that's a beautiful thing. Like, even though that show is so bonkers and yeah, I didn't even I didn't get it at first. Now just looking at it in that way. Now I can I get it and I can see it and now I'm excited about it and I want to watch it. And that's something I find so incredible about art. Where a lot of the ways, in a lot of ways, maybe the reason you didn't like it is because you're just not looking in the right way. And then you just change your perspective a little bit and suddenly it's this beautiful, amazing thing. So did that change your opinion on Baki? I want to go watch Baki right now, man. <laughs> exactly. So people look at this... Like, I like to use the prison arc, for example. And I don't even like to use Baki when I talk about it. You know what I mean? God, what was, um... I'm trying to think of the... The guy with the bandana in the prison. I don't remember anybody's names because that was one of the things I didn't like early on. Was they get so hyper-specific about every character that it gets really hard to tell them apart. Yeah, like, uh, it's like I, I, the only character whose name I can remember ever is Baki. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's Zulu and Kanji and Ko and Jack, of course. But dude, uh, you're just okay. making sounds to me. <laughs> so, um, there's this. He's called Number Two. That that's what they called him, Number Two. He was right under Oliver, which was the big black guy that yeah. ran out of the prison and stuff. So. His drive and dedication just for the people of his of his land. You know, he's basically threatening the U.S. president's life in this show. He's like, I know where your family is. I have people outside. I'll do this. I'll do that. Go ahead. Take me in, though. Because that's not what I'm here for. You just got to let us live our life. So you see, like, all these people coming in and creating different arcs through the story path. See, Baki kind of was just like, I want to fight... Oliver, because he's the next strongest below my dad, and my dad had a little bit of a hard time fighting him, so let me see where I stand against him. And it changed from the sheer want of fighting Oliver to let me get as much out of this as I can, and Baki's learning that he can develop because of every other person he's running into, too. That's where you see him mixing in a lot of other people's moves and stuff, and you know, 
and ultimately winning it by laying in that girl's bed. <laughs> I mean, that's how they all end, isn't it? Uh, yeah, man. I'm so sad that I didn't see it now. Now, but that also kind of makes me excited because now I'm I'm really excited to go see it with this new perspective. Because like, especially something I love about it is just I love the art in it because there's such a clear passion for what they're doing. That's something I did that was very apparent to me pretty much immediately. Was there is a very clear passion in Baki, and I think that's the main thing that makes it so special. But it's also. To be quite frank, even though I was saying that the you know story and themes are shallow, it's got incredible hooks. Like it, the beginning of the Netflix adaptation is five uh, five of the most dangerous criminals on the planet all break out at the same time, say they're going to Japan to taste defeat, and they're gonna get into a street brawling tournament where a fight can start at any moment. That's a genius hook. It's just straight up genius. Like, how do you come up with that shit, man? I mean, there's so many stats that you could look at, like, Baki was known for doing 10 pull-ups in 2 seconds and breaking the pull-up bar in the process. Jumping 20 feet in the air, 20-foot gap from a standing position. Yeah, like, I loved that episode where they just didn't know how to measure him because he just because he kept breaking everything. And, I mean... If you look at it, this dude was raised for fighting. I mean, you see his dad. You see so many different, almost father figures to Baki come and go throughout the show. I mean, especially when it's the 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 American versus Japan team or whatever. Yeah. The two teams were that were fighting. But seriously, this show couldn't get any crazier with the fight scenes if it tried. I mean, you see... An, old man in a wheelchair fighting Baki's dad, the ogre. And he whoops the shit out of him for a while. <laughs> Ultimately, the ogre wins. We all knew it. But, I mean, this dude's making the ogre excited to fight him, which is something you don't see very much. This dude's known for taking down a Goliath elephant by himself that the fucking army couldn't take down. It was a wild-ass show, whatever way you look at it. Whenever I think about how fucking wild Baki is, I always think about the part where in that first season of the Netflix show, where I don't remember anybody's name, but the guy, the two guys are fighting. It's one of the criminals versus that guy with the fucked up tattoo on his back. Uh, and he just like shoved those live rounds in his mouth and made him bite down so it blew out his cheeks. That part's insane! Yeah. Because how do you come up with something like that? Or the lighter with the thread on the end of it that cut off the guy. Oh, yeah, just, he just cut off his hand and he didn't even notice. He didn't, and he was like, I've been not wanting a hand for a while. Like, oh, what yeah, the he, fuck is wrong with because you? Because he, like, trained his fate, like, to be able to punch through bamboo with his fingers. So now he just can punch that hard with that. That's fucking insane, man. Baki is just a roller coaster. That's what that is. I mean, I don't. I feel like it's just one kind of go through. I know you have like the yeah, that, arc <laughs> with the tournament, and then you have the arc with him in prison. But ultimately, that is kind of a negative: is that it, there isn't a whole lot of rewatchability because, like, once you've seen the fight, you've already experienced it. Exactly. But I, I could be wrong. There could be people who just want to relive those over and over and over again. At least for me, it's kind of a one and done. I feel like some fights are worth 
going back to if you can find a video of it that cuts out all the talking stuff. That's the one big problem that I did have with Baki. It's the fighting scenes have so much talking in them. It's like I, that works better in like because it's adapted from a manga. It's like I think that works better there because I know I know a big part of it is that draws how it makes the fights important because it's always like explaining the exact technique all the time. But then, like, in the anime, yeah, it just gets really fucking annoying. And just, like, as a... If you want to look at the Netflix anime by itself, it's not very newcomer-friendly. Like, you kind of have to do outside work to understand this show, which can be a bit of a negative. We were just saying it's praises. In all fairness, there are flaws. There, I mean, you can see a lot of flaws. And this one thing I did like is they tried to work in a little bit of romance in there to show, like, Baki does have a human side. I forgot the girl's name because she wasn't really that memorable to me. But we'll call her Baki's girlfriend. But that dude will go to a town for her. But you also see the part of Baki that's like, I just want you to be happy. So if you want to be with him, be with him. But know that I'm about to whoop his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's a crazy show, and good thing we have World Heroes Mission to talk about, because I guess, at least we don't really have a whole lot to say about it, honestly. They're, they're kind of, everything that you could say about Baki is kind of just, like, broad encompassing. There's not a whole lot of nitty-gritty details unless you're, like, a diehard fan and have memorized everything. Yeah, I mean, there's always, like, you see the five convicts in the beginning, but... I feel like they didn't get enough, like, arc time. Mm-hmm. And I know they were shown through most of the season, but I feel like they were consistently the same. But if you wanted to do something really big, they should have arced those villains out a little bit more and made them have more of, like, a character arc because they just kind of stayed the same through when they died. Except for, like, the guy with the beard. Now he just doesn't matter what you do to him because he's a vegetable. Yeah, that's that. That's like another thing I was talking about, like how the fights are ultimately the most important thing. So if you're looking for any kind of story or something to get invested in, you're not really going to find all that much. Like there's not, there's no it's, real character development. I, I would really agree with you saying that it's a once and through. Mm-hmm. If you want an exciting anime to watch, it's exciting. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, it's it's hype as hell, and and don't get us wrong. This doesn't undermine any point we made earlier. Like, we still think this show is incredible. Yeah. But, honestly, that, that it, this is just how we feel about it, man. It's our opinion podcast. You came to us. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what would you suggest for people who, like Baki, kind of want a show that's kind of like it, but maybe that you would say is maybe just a little bit better? If you liked Baki a lot, check this one out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's a more popular show, but like I, I tried to find something else I could think that could even be more similar to it, but I just couldn't. The only show I can really think of that is as Did you say insane. Code no, 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 no. Okay. I'm not saying Code Geass. <laughs> Code Geass is nothing like this show. The I show know. I was going to say is, uh, frankly, if you want a show that's like just as crazy as this, but kind of has a better story and better writing, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I was going to go the Mob Psycho route. Mob okay. Psycho 100? Yeah. I have not seen a whole lot of my Mob Psycho I haven't 100. seen a ton of it, but very big fight scenes. Yeah. Not very trippy visuals. Trippy visuals. Just a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how Baki is. It's this, like, snowball roll. Yeah. 
that's the only way I really know how to talk. Because if you if you don't know what's happened in Baki, you're not going to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But you could also pick it up and just watch it for the fight scenes. Baki is one of those that you have to watch the whole show if you're going to watch it. Yeah, the, the reason I brought up uh, JoJo is because it's very, very similar. Like, it's kind of fucking insane. Uh, it's a wild ride like Baki is, and it's also a continuous story that's been going on for decades. Like, it's actually even longer than Baki is. Uh, but it actually has a lot better writing. Like, people unironically love JoJo. I've seen a lot of JoJo. I unfortunately have not seen a whole lot of JoJo. I, I'm going to have to watch it for this podcast. It's unavoidable. We have to talk about JoJo. Yeah, so JoJo is probably the best one to suggest. Crazy fight scenes. The storyline doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> at all. Um, and it's just like... But, but I, 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 from what I understand, that's what people love about it. Like, that's part of it is that none of it really makes any sense, but that's just kind of part of it. Yeah, it's like part of the show. Like, you know what's going on, but you don't know how you're getting to all these places. Yeah. Because it'll be like, JoJo, oh, I'm going to go out and find this. And then the next episode, it's been two years, and he's sitting on a chair waiting for this guy to come in, and he's like, you're trying to kill father. (laughs) And you're like, like, what? I, I, I have seen all of Phantom Blood. I did see all of part one, and I thought that was boring as shit. I mean, like, how fucked up is it that he put a dog in a box, though? Oh, very. Like, th- there was some gruesome scenes, but, like, just overall, I was kind of bored by it. But from what I've heard, like, everything after that is gold. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's not my favorite anime. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, I like the storylines and everything. I really like Baki because I've been in fights. Yeah. So I kind of get the vibe and, like, the want to win from that. I mean, what guy doesn't want to be the strongest, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, JoJo, it just, it kind of feels like somebody's, like, throwing up, and, like, they just don't stop throwing up. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but, like, it's just so much at once. Yeah. That... Because, like, from what I understand, like, each season of JoJo is, like, 39 to 50 episodes. Yeah, so there's a lot of episodes, a lot of jumping around, but that's... Well, we'll leave that, because this isn't a JoJo episode. So, (laughs) go ahead and give them your spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about World Heroes Mission. We talked about it a little bit last episode, uh, but that was before we saw the movie. So, anyone who has not seen World Heroes Mission, this is your stop. We are going to be talking about spoilers. So, spoiler warning starts now. So, that final fucking fight, man. Holy crap. Can we skip the final fight? United States of Smash? I, okay, you can start there. I'm starting on Bakugo. <laughs> I'm starting on Bakugo. But start on Bakugo. Bakugo, my man. Um, how crazy is it? He had explosions powerful enough to blow up his fucking gauntlet. That was, dude. Just that entire movie was just so awesome, and I'm seeing it again today. Yeah, I would say that it's super duper awesome, but um. How do I want to put it? I wasn't as big of a fan at... I feel like it was a really slow start. Not a lot going on. I get that there's the chase and everything, but I would have liked it to build a little bit more in the backstory of the criminal organization. And I would have liked a little bit more time seeing them investigate. 
than ripping Deku off the block in the first 20 minutes of the movie. The thing is, it's a movie. It's got to kind of pick that it's got to kind of pick up the pace. Like whereas if it was it had the luxury of being in the TV show, yeah, you probably would have seen a lot more of that because they just have a lot more time. Yeah. I still think there wasn't enough building in it. It was a great movie, don't get me wrong. Especially their hand they handed out um those art books. Yeah, yeah, we got an art book. We got an art book from it. We went shopping before for it, so you know. Oh yeah, you're yeah, you're wearing uh the World Heroes Mission pants that you got. Yeah, they're sick. But I really do like um the final fight, like you were talking about. United States of Smash. I don't know how many times that dude got shot before, but that dude was shot so much. I know, right? But how the bird put the thing in? Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. If you ask me, it's the best of the movies. And for this reason, uh, I felt like Heroes Rising, like the movie before this one, I felt like the pacing was way too quick. Because it felt like they were trying to just make an extended episode of the anime. They had to make everybody have a moment to shine. So they had to keep it moving really quickly. So we got even like less backstory about the villains in that one than we do in this one. But this one had the luxury of like really just being like, okay, this is a movie. We're going to treat it like a movie. So it really moved at the pace that it needed to move. We really got time to breathe and see like Rhodey and Deku develop that friendship. Instead of just being like, all right, we're here and we don't like each other, but now we're friends. It's yeah, like, I think just as a movie, it works the best. I There's just no... I mean, Bakugo and Todoroki were supposed to be two of the big stars in the movies. They had great fight scenes at the end, but you barely see them throughout the movie. Well, because the thing is, it was very much about that relationship with Deku and Rhodey. It very much was about that. And I do agree with you that the advertising was a little misleading. And I think it might have been intentional to kind of think it was going to be this big hero tag team, but then actually surprise you with this uh, buddy film, uh, this road trip uh, friendship. I think that's what disappointed me the most because if. I loved it because of that. You love all everything, my hero, Nick. Well, because it's so good. Yeah, my hero is good. It has its flaws too, though. You're right. It does. And I would. Watch the second movie a hundred times before I'd watch the third movie a hundred times. The second movie is way better, in my I, opinion. I disagree. But I will agree with you that the second movie is awesome. I think every My Hero Academia just got, movie got better and better and better. Alright, so with that being said, I don't really have anything more to say this week, Nick. Do you? Uh, yeah, I think I kind of summed it up. We're just gonna, yeah, it's just gonna be a bit of a shorter episode this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to 321Discuss. We really appreciate every listener. Please give us a follow on our social media on Twitter and Instagram. We are at 321Discuss underscore. We're going to be trying to be more active on social media so we can be more involved with you guys. Any feedback you can give us is always appreciated. You can also use those to recommend shows for us to watch. We would be more than happy to take a look at any show that you would recommend us. Yeah, and if your show is good enough, we'll... Throw it on the podcast and we'll give you a shout out. Absolutely. Absolutely. But with that being said, I think we're out. All right. Peace, guys. See you guys later.